All right, look, it's been an incredible pump for Bitcoin. We're at 30,620, but now it's crunch time because we're attacking the yearly high here. You can see that the yearly high here is at 31,762. And now the question is whether we break this yearly high or whether we get rejected here. And if we get rejected here, then do we print the head and shoulders that goes downwards and then takes us back down to the mid 20? So now, even though this pump has been really, really, really impressive, the real crunch time is now. And uh, I'm going to show you one piece of data, and it's a quite a compelling piece of data. I'm going to show you what's actually causing this rally. And once you understand what's actually driving this rally, and it's not what you think, it's not what you think. Once you understand what's driving this rally, I think you will probably share the same sentiment with me that this line actually is going to break upwards this time, uh, despite what the naysayers say. So that's um, what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to show you what's causing this rally. I'm going to show you how long I think it's going to last for. And I'm going to show you why I think that this rally may actually be real. Then we're going to divert our attention to the altcoins because, look, we've had a great day on the altcoins. We've had a great week on the altcoins. I mean, we can't complain when we when we see uh, results like this, Injective 32%, Pulsex 50%, Hex 180%. We can't say we haven't had an old season. But the truth is that when we look at total three and we look at what total three has done since the bottom here, and you bring it up to where we are today, total three is only up 6%. Now, that's not an old season. So the question is, are we going to get an old season or is this only going to be Bitcoin? And if we are actually going to get an old season, then when does this old season actually happen? When does the real old run actually happen? And I'm going to show you again data that shows you more or less when this old run is actually going to happen. It shows you how much time you've got to prepare your portfolios. And then lastly, listen, if you are an FTX creditor and you had money stuck in FTX, I've got some amazing news for you. So stay tuned till the end. And then we'll do some Bitcoin. We may actually even give away, do the Bitcoin giveaway on the show. So let's go, guys. We've got a, a massive show on and a beautifully, beautifully, beautifully green day. Let's do this, guys. can't tell you how nice it is to be back. Sheldino is back. The vibe's back. The green's back. The, it feels like, I don't know, it feels like the old days. I don't know, I don't know how you feel. Let me know in the comments if you, if you feel like it felt in the old days where, where everything's back, the people are back, the interest is back, we're all making money again, our portfolios are in the green. We feel invigorated about being in crypto. We feel vindicated about being in crypto. Let me know if the, in the comments if that's what you're, you're actually feeling. That's what you're actually feeling. Um, also, listen, I must thank you guys. What you guys have done is absolutely incredible. I'm going to show you something that's, which I think is absolutely amazing. And I wish I could say that it was something that I did, but it's actually not something that I did. It's something that you guys actually did. And I want to thank you for it. I want to show you something absolutely amazing. So you'll know that YouTube actually works on an algorithm. And because so many of us subscribed to Banter Plus so quickly, and we managed to move most of our viewers to Banter Plus from Banter in less than one week. We got 89,000 subscribers. This is, you know, we got the base up to 89,000 in less than one week. Not only that, now the algorithm favors Banter Plus more than it favors Banter. So if you look at the shows that we've been doing on Banter Plus, the, the shows on Banter Plus are doing much better than the shows are doing on Banter, actually. 
Um, even though Banter's got 650,000 subscribers and Banter Plus has got 89,000 subscribers, we've managed to trick the YouTube algorithm. I'll show you something. It's absolutely amazing what you guys have actually managed to do here. So if you go to Crypto Banter Plus, let's quickly go here and I'll show you. And you look at the last couple of shows on Crypto Banter Plus, 50,000 views on, Gar on Gareth's show. Um, the show that I did with Ben Cowan, which I think will be on the video section here. Um, 61,000 shows, even miles of show, 15,000 uh, views yesterday, which is much, much more than he normally gets or uh, significantly higher than it normally gets. And the main reason why this has happened is because you guys subscribe to Banter Plus so quickly and because you guys are so engaged in the, in the comments. So I feel, uh, I feel, uh, honored and I think and I feel uh, indebted to you guys and what I'm going to do is I'm going to carry on making the best shows possible right here on Banter Plus. Sheldino Tentino has joined me on Banter Plus. He's going to be doing his shows on Banter Plus and we're going to build you guys a second platform and again I, th I don't know if you guys realize what a big achievement that is um, for us to be able to build a new channel and migrate our channel from one channel to another and then have you guys and the fam so loyal to us uh, and following us and help us trick the algorithm is absolutely. Thank you, guys. I, I just I don't have any other words. Thank you. And as and and for that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just continue to be inspired to make you guys um, absolutely amazing high alpha shows. Um, and yeah, thank you for helping us build the business. Thank you for helping us build the business. So. You guys are the banter fam. You guys are the banter fam. You guys are definitely engaged. Anyway, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show today because we've got a lot to do today. We've got a lot to do today. We have to talk about this Bitcoin run because it is crunch time for Bitcoin. We have to talk about the altcoin run. And if it comes, when is the altcoin run going to come? We have to talk about some altcoins that are going to be running. Specifically, I want to talk about Matic, Solana, Link, Dogecoin, Kujira, um, and a whole lot of tokens that we added into our portfolio yesterday. Um, if you didn't watch our portfolio show yesterday, it was an amazing show. We built an amazing, amazing, amazing portfolio. We'll talk about that portfolio later in the show. You'll tell me what you thought. Uh, just so you know, that's the portfolio show over there. Over there. You see, this show is less than a day old and it's got 42,000 views. That's incredible for, for a channel. Could never have done it without you. So if you're not already subscribed, subscribe to the channel. If you haven't already liked, like. Let's see if we can get 1,500 likes. We can destroy the algorithm and then we can do one of the Bitcoin giveaways. Cool. With that, with, with all the formalities aside, now we've we've done all the formalities. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. And I want to start off by looking at Bitcoin. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched Sheldino's show earlier on. He brought up a very good point. So listen, on the one hand, it's crunch time for Bitcoin. And the reason why it's crunch time for Bitcoin is because just look, look at where we're at on Bitcoin. We are taking out the yearly highs. The yearly highs happened in on the 13th of July. We pumped up to 31,700 or 800. But with that, we've taken out the total performance of the year. And the last time that Bitcoin was actually at these levels was in June 2022. And that's just after Luna collapsed. So what you're seeing now is that not only have we broken the 200-week moving average and done it in a super, super, super convincing way, not only are we now 14, let's refresh this because I think it's, it might even be a bit higher. Not only are we now 14% up for the year, I believe it's 14%, 13.87% up for the year. Not only are we now attacking the yearly highs, but now we are at a position where Bitcoin has to make that decision. And either it prints 
a new high over here, a higher high, or it prints a head and shoulders. If it prints a head and shoulders, then unfortunately, we've got to look at the possibility of a downside. Sheldon discussed that on his show earlier today. And I think if you haven't watched that, if you didn't watch that show, probably worth going to watch that show just for that. Okay, so just for that, guys, put a link to Sheldon's show in case people missed it earlier. Uh, put a link to Sheldon's show in the description there. Um, the, uh, there are a couple of other good things. So number one is, if you look at total market cap, so this is the chart of total market cap. And what you can see when it comes to total market cap is that we have had an increase in total market cap by about $140 billion in the last 10 days or so. So the total market cap has increased by about $140 billion in the last 10 days. Very, 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 very bullish. Now, there are a couple of reasons why the total market cap has increased. Some of it well, I see chaos is here. Chaos, thanks for coming, bro. Thanks for coming. We missed you a little bit. We missed you in the beginning yesterday. Some of that is because, as you can see, all of a sudden, new money is actually starting to flow into crypto. Now, we haven't had new money flowing into crypto for a long time. People have been, you could say, almost uh, severely allergic to crypto. Crypto has been a swear word. And if people would have told their wives or their girlfriends that they're putting in more money into crypto their wives or their girlfriends would have potentially divorced them. So it's like, it's like wife-changing money, but like the other side of wife-changing money, like when your wife wants to leave you because you've lost all the money, right? So if in the past, up until now, you would have said to your wife or to your girlfriend, if you would have said, listen, I'm going to put more money into crypto, I'm mortgaging the house, I'm putting more money into crypto. I don't even tell my wife when I'm putting more money into crypto. And that's because of the... the, the, the um, the bad run that we've had. It's just been a bad look to be telling people that you're putting more money into crypto. They think you're absolutely crazy. But things have changed now. The sentiment's changed now. And that's why all of a sudden we're starting to see money actually coming into crypto. So then you ask yourself a question. Okay, but what is it that has actually changed? Why are people all of a sudden comfortable to put more money into Bitcoin? So I'll show you a few, a few things. The first thing is, this is the number of Bitcoin addresses in profit. Okay. Now, what you can see here is that, let's go, let's take it a bit further over here. Look at the last time that so many Bitcoin addresses were actually in profit. So here when we touch the all-time high. But then before that, the last time so many addresses was in profit was actually on the 15th of November, 2021. And that was when we actually hit the highs. Now, what does it mean that the addresses are actually in profit? It means that most people that are holding Bitcoin right now, the majority of people, the more, more people than any, at any other point be, uh, since here are actually in profit. What does that mean? It means that when people are in profit, they can justify putting more money into an asset. It's like, imagine you're investing in a fund or imagine that you're an investor or you are an investor and you put money into Bitcoin and you're down. When you're down, it feels quite bad and feels quite hard to actually be putting money in, more money into it. You, you should, but unfortunately... The reality is that you don't actually do that. What you land up doing is you land up waiting until you're actually in profit. When you're in profit, you feel more confident. You feel vindicated about your decision and a chemical reaction goes off in your brain and that chemical reaction in your brain gives you more confidence to invest. And you can see that through two metrics. So the first one is the number of Bitcoin addresses that are actually in profit. And the second one is the realized price. Now, remember that I told you yesterday that the realized price of Bitcoin is the average price that all holders have paid for their Bitcoin. So you take all the Bitcoin that are ever bought, you add up the amounts that they've actually paid, and then you, you see 
what the total, the, the realized price of Bitcoin is. Now, the realized price of Bitcoin is about 20, I don't remember the exact number, 27, 28,000. It's the orange line over here that you can see over here. And what you can see is we've now been over the realized price for, for quite a while. We've been, we've been over the realized price for quite a while. Now, the reason why that's so important is because that means that most Bitcoin holders are up on their investment. And if you are up in your investment, you can vindicate yourself for actually getting more. And that's, this is, if you ask me what's happened, there's one piece of data that I'm going to show you that is fundamental, but then I'm going to show you why all of a sudden there's been a shift into the altcoins, why all of a sudden Bitcoin is starting to take off even faster, why it's starting to get all the momentum. The reason for that is because more people are in profit. And the more people are in profit, the more comfortable they feel putting more money into this market. But it's only just started. So if you look at the Bitcoin market value to realized value ratio, which is what is the price of Bitcoin versus what is the realized price, we're only in the cooled area. So it's like overcooled would be like the lowest area, cooled, and then it goes to neutral, then it goes to heated or overheated. So we're only just in the cooled area. We haven't even started getting to the neutral area. So that's one indicator that shows me that potentially there's a long way to go in, in this rally. Um, I'll show you an, another example. One of the biggest people who is now vindicated, you know, I said to you guys, when you, when you invest in something and then you make money on it, then you can tell people, look, I put money in Bitcoin, I made money and therefore I have the right to invest more because, because, I've, because I did the right thing. Now, that also happens for corporates. And if you look at the corporates, let's look at MicroStrategy. MicroStrategy is now up 2.77% on their Bitcoin, which means that they're up $130 million on their Bitcoin purchase. Now, what do you think that does to the rest of Wall Street? When they see Michael, MicroStrategy, 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 when they see MicroStrategy at a loss, what do they do? Well, they say, look, Bitcoin is a bad thing. Look what Bitcoin's done to MicroStrategy. Look at the losses that they've had to take. When they see MicroStrategy at a profit, and you combine that with a change in accounting rules that we had earlier this year, which means that now they can fairly account for their Bitcoin and not have to write things down, all of a sudden, this starts to become the biggest advert for Bitcoin. The fact that MicroStrategy is now up on their, on their um, uh, uh, purchase is the biggest advert for other people to be able to do this specifically against the background of the change in accounting rules which Michael Saylor engineered the other day um, and came out, which allowed companies to account for Bitcoin profit and losses on their balance sheet and not just the losses. And we spoke about that at length uh, a while back. So, I mean, th those are all the impressive things. I still haven't told you, um, I still haven't told you what's actually driving this rally. And I will show you what's driving the rally. But I first want to show you what is more impressive about this rally. So the impressive things around this rally is that the rally is happening at a time when the stock markets are getting smashed. And up until now, we've been correlated to the stock markets. When the stock markets went down, Bitcoin went down. But not anymore. If you look at the fear and greed index, the stock markets are almost at extreme fear. They're 27. If you look at the stock markets, let me give you guys a better view. So you can look at the stock markets. NASDAQ and equities literally breaking down. Bitcoin is the only one. So Bitcoin going up like this and the NASDAQ breaking down like this below levels of resistance and Bitcoin is actually going up. At the same time, you've got treasury yields. Look at the treasury yields. The 10-year treasury yield hit 5%. It's 4.972 now. 
high treasury yields is not should be not good for the price of Bitcoin, but we're getting we're getting this effect over here where we, you're getting Bitcoin going up whilst treasury but whilst the markets are going down and treasury yields are going up. And I think the reason why the treasury yields are going up is because of all the uh, happenings when it comes to the war. It's looking more and more likely that the U.S. is at some point going to enter the war. The last information that I heard was that Netanyahu delayed the ground invasion of Gaza. And the reason why he did this is because he wanted enough time for the U.S. to get enough soldiers and military reinforcements into the region. Now, if that doesn't scream, be careful, there might be a war coming, and that doesn't move markets, well, then I don't know, I don't know what it is that's actually moving the markets. That is why the markets look like they look, and that is why the 10-year treasury yields look like they look. And at the same time, now what's happening, Bitcoin has started to be correlated with gold, and gold is starting to go through the roof, and they're moving it into what, like Larry Fink said, into the non-correlated, safer type of investment, which is just, which is just the Bitcoin investment. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Remember, we do have some U.S. market uh, uh, data that's coming out this week. So the first that we have is we have GDP. So the GDP is going to come out this week. Uh, there are forecasts. 4.2 is the forecast. Let's just see what, what, what happens coming out on October 26th. Then you've got earnings this week. I guess we should keep our eyes on earnings this week because it will show us whether or not we're going into a recession. Um, but right now it looks like the U.S. economy is still pretty strong. So I'm not really – I don't want to spend too much more time uh, on that. But I, I did want to read you guys this tweet because I think this tweet – kind of summarizes more or less where we are. It says, it's crazy that years ago we joked that the only way Bitcoin would, would, would be over 100K would be World War III. We said a bet on Bitcoin would be a bet on an overall declining West and collapsing USD dominance. This would be marked by war and strife. And then look at where we are today. We, we, I'm not saying we are on the verge of World War III, but it doesn't look very good if, you know, I mean, it looks like the US is starting to gear up and I think we went into all the war rhetoric last, last week, so I don't think we, we, we should go into, into the war rhetoric this week. But I think you understand what I'm trying to say to you here is people are starting to reach out to Bitcoin as a store of value asset. As the price goes higher, people are going to feel more comfortable putting more money into it, and price becomes the best advert for price. And so we get a continuation of this rally. And so I think it is actually decision time for Bitcoin, and I'll show you in a second why I think it's decision time for Bitcoin. But I think more importantly, before we get into why it's decision time for Bitcoin, I think more importantly, you have to understand this rally. You really, really, really have to understand what it is that's actually driving the rally. And I think when you understand what's driving the rally, then you may agree with me that it is decision time. So do you want to know what is actually driving this rally? Someone says they can see the excitement in my face. There's a lot of excitement in my face because I, I, I've cracked the code. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see what's driving this rally? Let me know in the comments. A thousand likes. I'll tell you what's driving the rally. Until then, let's look at why Bitcoin is having... A thousand likes. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's driving the rally. Until then, let's look at why I think it's decision time. Because not everybody, not everybody actually believes this rally. There's a lot of people that don't believe this rally. So Jason Calacanis, can we just quickly talk about Jason Calacanis for a second? He says, interesting, interesting in Bitcoin continues, interest in Bitcoin continues to wane, at least by volume and price ranges 
has tightened. Bellagi lost 2 million betting, it would hit 1 million, correct? And despite the American decline is hyperventilating, it has yet to spike in this chaotic time. Any theories or predictions? Uh, well, look, this is the same guy that told you, if you're in crypto, pivot to AI. He told you this on the 8th of June. Okay, so let's quickly go to the 8th of June. Let's quickly go to the 8th of June. A lot of people who never got into this rally are going to are going to try and, and, and justify why they didn't get into the rally. So let's go to the 8th of June, 15th of June. There is the 8th of June over there, 9th of June over there. So Jason Calacanis missed a 16.54% rally in, in, in a couple of months. I don't know if any of his, of his investments have done that, but anyway, he doesn't believe it. You've got Elgar Trading who says they won't trap me. And he may or may not be right. He may or may not be right. Because look, it is decision time here. Either Bitcoin breaks, this is from Rick Kappa, he says, a clean break of 31,000 is the final step to fully invalidating the bearish fractal. However, if we don't break the, the, the 31K, this is the possibility. Gareth Soloway was on the show on Friday. Remember what he said on Friday? He said, I'm waiting for 31K. I'll take profit at 31K. I'd be surprised if he didn't take his profits at 30,800 already. And now either we break through in which case he'll enter new positions, or he'll, or we, we break down, in which case there's a little bit of trouble. I see we've got 677 likes. I want to show you guys what's driving the rally because you need to understand what is actually driving the rally um, because it will blow your minds. It will absolutely, absolutely blow your minds. So let's go. Give the man some likes. Give the man some love. Let me show you what's actually driving the rally. Come on, I'm waiting for those likes. All right, so I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to hope that you guys actually give us, give us the likes and let the other people know that, that's, that we're bringing this kind of content to you guys. So let's look over here. So what we, let's look at all the data points. First of all, is this a futures or leverage-driven rally? No. How do I know? Because the price of Bitcoin is going up. And the open interest, which you can see, this is the open interest on the biggest perpetual, which is the Bitcoin USDT perpetual on Binance, pretty much not moving. Like there's not much open interest, which means that this is not a rally that is being driven by futures. It's also not a rally that is being driven by, by crypto exchanges. Because yes, we are getting some increase in spot volume. Can you see there is some increase in spot volume? You see the seven-day moving average has moved up to 16 billion from a low of 12 billion or 11 billion. So it's not actually being driven by spot. So if it's not being driven by futures, and it is to, it is to a, a greater extent being driven by spot, but spot is not responsible for this rally. Okay, then what is actually responsible for this rally? Why are the prices actually going up as quickly as the prices are going up? Because if we can identify that, maybe that's a clue as to what happens next. And I think I identified it. And it lies in this chart over here. This chart here is the open interest on the CME. So this is effectively the same as this chart over here, this open interest but for non-crypto crypto players. So what is the CME? It's the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. This is where the big fund managers and the big institutions trade futures. This is where they, they, they speculate on instruments. And what you can see is that 
even though the crypto-related open interest, in other words, the leverage, the confidence that the crypto-related people have got has remained low. And there has been some spot buying, but not crazy, crazy, crazy spot buying. The real pump is being led by the CME. The real, inc- this, is, this chart here shows the CME open interest. In other words, the volume of institutional capital that is opening futures positions. That, that sits over here. Now look here. What we saw is we saw that as soon as the CME opened on Sunday, Sunday night, this is the line that shows you when the CME opened is exactly when we started to get this pump. This is when the pump happened from 30,000 to 30,800. Exactly when this line over here was hit. And then the funding started to go higher and higher and higher, which means that they were taking more and more and more and more leverage. Okay, now you've got to ask yourself a few questions. If it's not the crypto native hedge funds and the crypto native players who are operating and speculating on the big exchanges like Binance, and it's not the crypto spot buyers, what is the crypto spot buyers, but not crazy on the crypto spot buyers, then who are these people that are actually buying this? The answer is very simple. This is Wall Street. This is Wall Street companies that want exposure to Bitcoin. They don't have an ETF. And so what they're saying is, look, we don't have an ETF. The only legal real exposure that we can get is if we go to the CME, the, the, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and we start buying the Bitcoin futures in the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. And as they did that, they forced up the price of Bitcoin. Now, why is that so exciting? Why, is that, why does that excite me much more than a bunch of crypto bros who are buying on leverage and then every time the leverage goes up, they get flushed out the market because they just can't, they can't afford the leverage because they've been flushed out so many times. Why does that excite me? Well, obviously I'm excited because there's a little bit of a spot pump. But the part that excites me the most is the fact that these guys are typically the type of guys who would be buying ahead of a Bitcoin ETF. So what these guys, these guys understand how the SEC works. These guys understand how ETF works. Up until now, we've been in our own little lala land where we've put in ETF applications and we've been speculating ourselves as to whether they're going to get approved or not. Now the big boys are coming. The guys that deal in ETFs all the time, the BlackRocks. The, and they all said last week, JP Morgan said last, last week, BlackRock said, everyone says it's a matter of if, not when. Now what they're starting to do is they're starting to put their money where their mouth is. And they're starting to say, look, this thing's coming. We need exposure to it. We can't get exposure to it on Coinbase because we, we can't open Coinbase accounts. It takes too long. We also don't have the mandate to open Coinbase account. But what can we do? We know how to buy futures on the futures exchange and our, um, our uh, 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 papers allow us to do that. So what do I think happened here? I think that it's exactly what I said about a week ago. I said the fake ETF pump caused a pump that may be reversed, but it made the market realize that the, the ETF approval is going to cause the Bitcoin price to pump and that they're not actually ready for it. And that's why I said, ironically, the fake move may have been the perfect catalyst for the real move. And that's exactly what happened. And you can see it in the data because what the charts are actually showing you is that these guys were the ones who aped in on as soon as the market opened, 
started forcing our market up. Now, let me tell you something. When these guys get FOMO, it's not like when I get FOMO or when Josh gets FOMO or James gets FOMO. It's not that kind of FOMO. It's not even the same kind of FOMO as when Fred gets FOMO. This is, this is like serious FOMO. This is, this is, this is this kind of FOMO. You see, this, this is this kind of FOMO. And that's what's going on here. That's what's going on here. And what they're realizing is exactly this. I saw this. I think it's probably the best meme that was ever made, right? It's, 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 they're realizing exactly this. That the SEC can keep running away, but eventually it's going to get a little bit ridiculous. That's, that's, that's what's going on at the moment. And they're starting to realize it. And that, that's exactly what it is. So anyway, as I said, right now, very, very, very positive pump for Bitcoin. Fundamentally, you ask me, I think we're going to go through. We're going to maybe test it a few times, a few times, but I think eventually we're going to break through that 32 level. And then the truth is that when we get through the 32 level, I mean, look, I'm not the best chartist in the world, although I have got a lot better in the last couple of, of months, but we're going to break through 32, which is this level over here. And then like the next levels are like somewhere over here, which is like 40. And in between here and here, there's just like air, <laughs> just air. And I think it'll just slice it like, like a knife with hot butter. So I'm not, I think let's wait. Let's wait for this 31,800 to be destroyed. And then the 32,000 to be destroyed. It'll happen quite quickly. And then, then it's basically all bets off because then it's like the knife and hot butter. And you remember, you'll just remember that analogy. As you see the chart going up, just remember that analogy of what I said to you. What I said is like, the knife and hot butter. Just remember the knife and hot butter. All right. So that's Bitcoin. That's Bitcoin. And I know what you guys are thinking. You guys are thinking, I know that's Bitcoin, but Bitcoin is not going to give me life-changing money or wife-changing money. I think we can now, now the bull market's coming back, we can bring back wife-changing money. So when will the altcoins run? When will we get life-changing money from the altcoin runs? Because we did have, we, look, we, we can't complain. We can't complain. We mustn't be spoiled brats. Um, we can't complain. Let's just see if anything's happened in the, in the news group because I just, I just want to make sure I haven't missed any. Mm. Um, I want to make sure I haven't missed anything. Okay, no. Uh, but BTC lifts all the lifts the mining stocks. It's going to lift micro strategy stock. Anyway, look, we can't really complain about about the bubbles because if you look at the day, I mean, here's another day. Look at the day here. Phantom is up to twenty three cents. I think twenty two point three cents. Fantastic. Um, Rune Rune is at one ninety six. It's going to break two dollars. Uh, Ave Ave has been fantastic. If you guys got into Ave, congratulations. Eighty three twenty one. Um, Injective must be over the 10. Yes, baby. Injective is over $10. Injective is over, over $10. Um, Matic having a good day. We'll talk about that in a second. So look, we can't complain about the altcoins. We're not allowed to complain. I saw a lot of altcoins that, that had great moves. Um, we've had, uh, look at this. This is a, a meme coin on Solana called Bonk. So Bonk is up. Let's look from here. Like from the last five days, it's up uh, 70%, 65%. So you can see that, you know, you can't really complain. Kujira, Kujira from a couple of days ago, Kujira a couple of days ago was at 57 cents. A month ago, Kujira now at $1.30. So you can't complain about, you can't complain about this. Link, Link was above $10 earlier. It's $9.99 and change. So you can't complain about the altcoins. But, 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 but. The thing is that when you look at total three, 
you can see that there's actually there, there actually hasn't been an old season. So like you look at total three, you take it from the bottom to where it is today. Seven percent. That's not old season. So yes, even though a lot of the tokens that we have shown you and that we have been following have had these amazing runs, there are the majority of altcoins, the majority of people holding altcoins are actually not doing very well at the moment. So if your friends are holding altcoins and they haven't actually been watching Crypto Banter, you should send them like a letter, maybe a bunch of flowers, maybe a chocolates, because not everyone feels the way that we've been feeling the last couple of days. I showed you our portfolio that we made last year is up today, 80, 88.6%. How's that? So this portfolio, which we gave on the 18th of November, is up 88.6%. Now, if you look at the portfolio was on the 18th of November. Let's look at total three, where total three was on the 18th of November. Um, 18th November last year. Let's just quickly get that, that thing over here. So 18 November, October, November, 10 November. So let's go more or less here. Just for, for, for we, don't, we don't want to be too exact, but altcoins are only up 6%, 5% since then. And our portfolio that we made last year is up 88.6% up on, on that. And that's what I said to you yesterday. You need to make sure that your portfolio is ready for the bull market. And that's why yesterday we actually published a portfolio show. We made another portfolio. You can see the portfolio over here. Uh, if you missed the show yesterday, go to that show over there and just watch it. I'll show you why we actually built the, um, the portfolio. Anyway, the big question is, when is this altcoin, when are the altcoins going to start following Bitcoin? So Bitcoin's up this year about 80, 80 odd percent. Let's quickly just confirm. I want to give you as accurate numbers as we can give you. So Bitcoin is up 87% this year. Total three, let's quickly just see how total three is up this year. Um, and remember, in a bull market, you'd expect total three to outperform Bitcoin, right? So let's go from here to here. It's up 17%. So Bitcoin is up 86%. Altcoins are up 17%. The question is, when will the altcoin rally hit the altcoins? Because yes, we have had the pumps. We've had this pump and we had Kujira and we had, you know, we've had, we're having all these, these pumps. But net net, we still haven't seen the alt season actually play out. We actually, Bitcoin, then Ethereum, then large cap alts, and then alt season. We haven't seen that actually play out. In fact, what we've seen is we've actually seen all the signs that it will play out. And what I mean by that, the ETH BTC chart is your telltale sign. Because for as long as the ETH BTC chart carries on going down, and you can see that right now the ETH BTC chart is at the bottom of a very, very, very important channel over here. It feels to me like this is going to bounce. And because th this is it. This is crunch time for ETH BTC. If it breaks down below here, well, who knows what happens. But if it doesn't and we get a bit of a bounce, then we're in phase two, which is Ethereum starts to recover against Bitcoin. And if Ethereum starts to recover against Bitcoin... Then what I'm expecting is I'm expecting all the ETH-based tokens to start pumping. Matic, Arbitrum. I took a position in Arbitrum. By the way, while I'm speaking about Arbitrum, I just want to mention that Giddy, which is one of our sponsors, which is a wallet that require, doesn't require you to, to download and keep your private keys. They've got a way of encrypting them. Where, one, where you, your username keeps an encryption, your password keeps an encryption, and they keep an encrypted third piece of the, of the, of the key. And then they put, they put any two together and it opens a wallet, which means that they can't open the wallet without you. So it's a, it's a wallet that's removed private keys and it's one of the best wallets that there is out there. 
Anyway, they've now integrated Arbitrum into their system as well. So uh, I was speaking about Arbitrum. Anyway, let's go back to, 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 to this. Uh, Chris Bernerski says, if ETH BTC holds and closes above its 200-week uh, uh, moving average, it would appear it's ETH time to shine for a bit. And that's pretty much where we're at now. Bitcoin's pumped 80-something percent. ETH still needs to pump. It's now on this, 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 I don't know what you call this. It's not a resistance level. I mean, you can call it a resistance level, but let's call this a critical level. Then if that does turn, then we'll actually start getting the, the uh, normal um, Bitcoin to ETH, ETH to large caps, and then the full-blown, full-on alt season. Okay, but when is it going to happen? Because we've told you what's going to happen, but the question is, when is it going to happen? The way to work out when it's going to happen is to go back to previous pumps and to say, in previous pumps, how long after Bitcoin topped did altcoins actually top? How long after uh, um, uh, 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 Bitcoin topped did the, did the altcoins actually top? So what I've done here is I have taken the, the total, I've taken Bitcoin and I've taken the total three. And what I want to show you is that there is a definite lag between when Bitcoin tops and when altcoins top. So look, let's look for example here. So the Bitcoin top was on the 15th of April, 2021 in the previous cycle. And the altcoin top was on the 17th of May. There was about a one month lag between Bitcoin and, and the altcoins. Okay, now if you look at the second pump over here, uh, let's see if we can, in fact, I think we did a better variation of this. So there was a, in 2020, there was a 42-day delay. Here, there was a 56-day delay. So the idea is to say, if you want to know how long it will take for the rallies to happen, just look at, like, this is the COVID dump. So let's look at the COVID dump, and let's see how long did it take Bitcoin to get back. Let's just do it in a, in a different chart. It just looks a bit better in a different chart. So let's go into, let's go into BTCUSD. Okay, let's do BTC USD on this chart over here. And let's see, BTC USD. USD. Okay. And let's just see how long did it take after the COVID pump for Bitcoin, the COVID dump for Bitcoin to go back to its pre-pump level. So we'll go from here, which was the 11th of, of Feb. No, let's go from the bottom of the pump. So it's the 16th of March. I think it was the 9th of March. Let's just maybe do that just to give us a better view. Okay. Uh, Let's just make it a bit bigger. Let's just see if we can make it slightly bigger over here. Okay. So we know that the dump, the initial dump happened around the 12th of March. But when, how long did it take for Bitcoin to get back to its previous high level? So you can kind of say that that was about there. So it took it till the 18th of May. Now let's take the same thing for total three. So, we know that this one took from the 10th of March until the 7th of May. It took 56 days. How long did total three take to stage the same recovery? Let's quickly open a chart of total three. Um, let's just use this chart over here. I think it's the easiest. Okay, so let's go to total three. And let's go to 2020. Let's go to 2020. And you can see, let's go to 2020. I need to clean up my charts, but I'll do, it, I'll do it a bit later. And here we go. So 
We know Bitcoin took about 50 days. Okay, now let's go to total three. That must be, that should be the 11th of March, just to be a bit more accurate. And you can see that total three only reached the same point around the 12th or 15th of July. So it means that there was a one and a half month delay between the Bitcoin pump and the altcoin pump. And if you follow that, and I've, and I followed this, I followed the same pattern. I followed the same um, uh, pattern for pretty much every single one of the pumps. So let's look, let's look at the October 9th of October pump. You can see Bitcoin started to pump really around the 9th of October. Let's go to total three and let's see what happened in October. When did the altcoin rally actually happen? So you can see the change of trajectory in Bitcoin. See, Bitcoin went down and was slightly going up, but the real change of trajectory came on the 20th of October. Where did the real change of trajectory come for alts? Well, you can see the real change of trajectory came somewhere around here, which was the 2nd of Jan, which means that, again, you've got a one and a half month delay between Bitcoin and altcoins. And so, and, and again, I've, I've worked it out that pretty much every single time, you're talking about between 40 and 60 days, be, between the Bitcoin run and the altcoin run. So with that in mind, with that in mind, what we can say to ourselves is, if we break this level and we start to go up, you probably got about 40 to 60 days before the altcoin and the altcoin three goes absolutely parabolic. And then afterwards, what the problem is that what you're faced with is you're faced with a scenario where you're trying to catch, you're trying to catch this train over here. And this is not a train that I really want to be catching. I rather want to be boarding the train somewhere here. And definitely, 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 I don't want to be boarding the train somewhere here. And you can see that every single time that this has happened, the altcoins always peak afterwards. Every single peak, the altcoins, all, he has the peak over here, and you can see the altcoins only peak afterwards. Every single time, there's a peak, altcoins only peak afterwards. There's a second peak, altcoins only peak afterwards. So you've got about 40 to 60 days before altcoins peak if Bitcoin actually goes on this incredible run. That's what you got to remember. That's pretty much, that's pretty much, you asked, I tell you guys, I tell you when the altcoin rally is going to happen. Well, no, I said to you guys, I'd show you what's causing the rally and I'd show you whether or not we're actually going to break. And I just think I showed you what's causing the rally. The rally is one, of, as I said, this is the one that's been the best um, research that, that I've seen in a while in terms of when we clicked it, the rally is being caused by institutions. It's being caused by this CME the guys that are buying this CME uh, 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 data, it's not being caused by us crypto natives. Anyway, regardless, be that as it may, it's going to send Bitcoin on a run. When it sends Bitcoin on a run, you know what's going to happen. We're going to go straight into an altcoin run. You've got about 40 days. I mean, they'll both run together, but the real explosive altcoin runs run is going to happen in about 40 days. Let me know what you think in the comments. I think that was, that was like... Come on, is that not alpha? Gee, uh, even, even for me, and I've, I've been researching it all day, it just feels like alpha. It feels like absolute alpha. All right, I see you all present. I see I see a lot of people are late, but present. At least you're here. Um, let's look at some, some altcoins that have been running very quickly because we don't have a lot of time today. Um, so w the one is Solana. I think Solana is becoming the darling child of this bull market. It's becoming the darling child of this bull run. And we said it to you guys for, from a, a long time ago that I thought Solana would, would, would be amazing. It did break $30 already. And I think it's going to start, if, if the market continues like this, it's definitely going to continue to break the $30. Their DEX volume exploded. 
their TVL has hit a yearly high. It's 1% higher than pre-FTX levels. It's reached a new 2023 highs in TVL today. You can see that all the metrics are just lining up and it's lining up exactly for breakpoint where I said, I think we're going to get a $35 Solana for breakpoint. This is a random tweet called Quant Maven who seems to agree with me. So remember breakpoint happens next week, Monday, next week, Tuesday in Amsterdam. I'm going to be there. If you guys want to come to the red light district and we can I don't know, maybe smoke a spliff and go for a walk, um, we can do that. The next one that, that I'm watching, and actually I'm not only watching, I actually took a position in it, is Doge. And there's a reason why I took a position in it. Doge is a representation of the meme coins. It's the, it's the daddy of all meme coins. And I knew this would happen, but I, I wanted to test this anyway. I did a, a, a poll on Twitter and I said, look, if you had to buy now, what are you buying? And funny enough, this is exactly what I bought. I bought Doge and I bought Arbitrum. Before, before, this, before I did this thing, this is exactly what I did. I bought Doge and I bought Arbitrum. Doge is up since, since I bought it. Um, I see a lot of people starting to talk about it. Remember that there is the 2nd of November, which is Kabosu's birthday, Doge Day. Um, so, I mean, look, that's not the reason why I'm buying it. I just think that it's a proof of work coin, which is, um, am I not following Elon Musk? I am following Elon Musk. Um, yeah, it's a proof of work coin. So I think that's one that I have been buying. Polygon, the new Polygon, these guys are geniuses. They waited for the market pump to announce their new Polygon plans. And that is what caused the Polygon token to be up 7% today. So I guess that that's, that's another one. Chainlink, I think we've seen what Chainlink's doing. Gains, GNS, watch, watch GNS. Um, they were one of our sponsors. They're no longer a sponsor because their sponsorship ran out. Obviously, very, very, very good friends. But now I can talk about them without having to say, oh, they're one of our sponsors. You know what I'm saying? Um, someone says, love the Dutch. I also love the Dutch. They, they really, they, oh, Marin Alt, I hope Marin Alt will be there. She'll be, she'll be there. Um, what else there? Okay, last, not lastly, second lastly. I did say to you guys that, are we going to do a giveaway, a Bitcoin competition today? If yes, we need to get another 333 likes. Shouldn't be a problem. Get 333 likes. We can do a give, give a Bitcoin away. Um, if you are an FTX creditor, if you had money on FTX when the FTX exchange went down, I've got some really good news for you. So it looks like you're going to be made pretty much close to whole. I'm not going to say close to whole. I'm going to say there's a good chance that you're going to get the majority of your money back. And what we're seeing in the secondary market now is we're seeing that the claims are now being sold at over 50%. Now, why is this so good? Well, first of all, it's brilliant because I know a lot of you had money on FTX. Despite the fact that we told you to get your money off, a lot of you didn't get your money off. And listen, I understand it was a crazy time. No one, not everyone believed what was going to go on. But, 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 this could bring a whole lot of money into the market because if all of a sudden there's 8 billion or 5 billion that is actually paid into the market. That is a whole lot more liquidity that is going into the market. So if you've got money on FTX, people are now getting over 50% in, in the dollar because of the Anthropic trade. Remember, they, bought, they had a, a stake in Anthropic, um, and that, that's the AI lab, and that's the one that Amazon invested in. And so now the valuation is a 20 to $30 billion valuation, which puts the, the FTX stake at 3 to $4.5 billion. Imagine that one investment saved everything, saved everything, saved everything. Unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. So great news for you guys if you, are, if you did. Someone said someone got, said I got my 11 cents back. Uh, someone says we all run. We're all George. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Oh, okay. Let's talk about winner Bitcoin. Josh. Josh. Josh, Josh, come here, Josh, come here. 
I, 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 I undoxed. Okay, so listen, do you guys want to win a Bitcoin or not? Okay, hold on. Let's just let's just Josh. Yeah. The people here want to win a Bitcoin. There's a lot of people here. They want to win a Bitcoin. Okay, can you help them, please? Yes, sir. We can. Okay, so Josh, what we want is we want you to create a website where we can all just input our Bitcoin predictions. We can enter our Bybit user ID or Britkit user ID or CoinW Britkit or user ID, and then. Every you can do for every user ID, we want to be able to put in five predictions, but only one a week. Okay, so you can put in one this week, one next week, one the week after, one the week after, one the week after, right? Five times. And then at the end of the year, on 1 1 2024 at 0, 0, 0, 0 and one second, right? We will pick the winner of the half a Bitcoin. And if that person has put in 10, 10 trades, they get a full Bitcoin. When can you have the, the website for us, Josh? Give us 48 hours. 48 hours. Okay. So Josh says in 48 hours, the website will be ready. You know what that means? It means that you have 48 hours to sign up for, for, with any uh, banter link, Bybit, uh, BitGet, uh, uh, CoinW. But why doesn't it say that? It must say that. Yeah, it must say. It doesn't say Coin. It, say, it doesn't say when. It must say, you know? Right, that must be on the, okay. Win a Bitcoin, perfect. Okay, good. So, if you want to win a Bitcoin, sign up with those links. If you already have a banter link, don't worry. You don't really care about you. You've, you're in the game already. Every link is going to get you five entries into the competition. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, someone says, "Just the genius." Just is a genius. All right, fam. Listen, been an amazing show. Love you guys. I got to go doing Twitter Spaces now. Uh, I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Back here on Banter Plus. Remember, if you're not a subscriber to Banter Plus, if you haven't joined the... Let's see how many people signed up during the show. Yeah, baby. 130-odd of you signed up during the show. Sign up now. We're going to get to 90,000 subscribers today. What you guys have done is absolutely amazing. Thank you, guys. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.